All right, so we got the San Francisco 49ers facing off against the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 58. Now, the last time they faced off against each other was Super Bowl 54, for those who don't know. And, you know, shout out to Tiny Lister, a.k.a. Debo, a.k.a. Zeus. But this is a line from next Friday where he said, uh, <laughs> he said, because, <laughs> hold on, real quick, real quick, real quick. So, um, for those who haven't seen Friday, right, this is Friday, I mean, you guys got to see them. I'm, <clears throat> I highly doubt that you guys have not seen Friday, at least heard of it. But there's a scene in next Friday where Debo, right, so <laughs> Debo could be the San Francisco 49ers. The Kansas City Chiefs are Craig in the car, right? And he says, <laughs> get your punk ass out the car, Craig. This is the rematch. And this is, this is indeed the rematch. And San Francisco wants Kansas City to get their punk asses out the car <laughs> and do battle again. So, sorry, if you guys didn't get the reference, I don't know what to tell you. So, um, this specific matchup, man, it, 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 it's very telling. Um, and to be honest, I, I, th I thought to myself, you know, if these guys ever get a crack at KC again, what's that going to look like? Well, now we're going to see it. So we're going to go through um, just, I guess, the journeys, the, the different, I don't know, because both teams had a little bit of a narrative going into this season and then going through the season then their postseason success, and now here they are. And it's very, very much different. We're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs here for a second. Well, we'll go, we'll go through both teams. We're talking about a team in the Chiefs that, I mean, it, it, obviously they had come off of a Super Bowl win against, against the Philadelphia Eagles. And um, their offseason, I don't, I don't want to say it was lackluster, man. They made some pretty good additions to the squad. You know, guys like Drew Tranquil and uh, you got guys like, you know, guys that they drafted. Um, I think it's Phoenix, Felix Aninduke. And they also made some, uh, they, but there was a contract dispute going into the season with Chris Jones, right? And um, I knew that going into the season that when you look at the Mahomes' receiving core, right, that it was a little lackluster, but again, they were going to make things work. They were going to, you know, they were going to find a way to scheme these guys, and that's, that's what they did. And throughout the season, you know, you saw the growth of some of the, I wouldn't even say the growth really, but you saw the growth in Mahomes as a quarterback, and you saw the growth as Reed as a head coach. Because keep in mind, you know, when I look at this Chiefs team, and I'm going to just be 100% real here. You know, I truly believe that Andy Reid drafted Patrick Mahomes in the eye. He drafted Pat Mahomes in the eyes of what he drafted McNabb to be, which was an athletic, strong quarterback with a live arm that can make good decisions and, if need be, can, be, can use his legs. When I look at Mahomes, I see a lot of McNabb. I see a much more, I see a McNabb with a little more wiggle to him. I see a McNabb that makes better decisions, and I see a McNabb that's a better leader at Pat Mahomes. Not saying that, that McNabb wasn't a great leader. He had his moments and he had his faults, though. You know, 
he didn't really motivate his team. But when I look at the the scale of the offense and the way it looks, it reminds me of like the like the I would say the 2005 Eagles, man. It really reminds me because you had a quarterback in McNabb who was a pro bowler. I think he was a pro bowler in 05. But they had just come off of a Super Bowl appearance previously against the New England Patriots and they lost. T.O. leaves, right? And although the Eagles were still competitive, they didn't really have like a number one receiver guy. They didn't really have that until like 08 when Deshaun Jackson got there, right? So all that to say, Reed was still able to scheme guys open. They have a great run game in Pacheco, but the defense also, you know, like, like, and real quick, McNabb was throwing the guys, man. I'm trying to remember. I don't even remember who the receiving core was in 05, dude, but it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a sexy, like, receiving core. This Chiefs team, you know, you got a rookie in Rasheed Rice who showed promise. Uh, I think that that kid, uh, Justin Ross, he had gotten in trouble with some chick in the offseason or during the season, slash his tires, slash her tires, some shit. I can't remember. Justin Watson, uh, Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony. okay? Those are his receivers that he has to deal with. And then you have Pacheco, or Isaiah Pacheco, uh, Jarek McKinnon, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who was kind of in the doghouse. Tight end, you got Travis Kelsey, Noah Gray, and Blake Bell. And the offensive line, I mean, although I think the the strength of the O-line was on the interior, uh, but you had a struggling tackle in Jawan Taylor who led the league in false starts. And, I mean, dude, it was just bad, man. It just, it just wasn't a good look. It looked bleak. But they gelled. They schemed. They got it done. And they also led the league in drops. So this was supposed to be the year that the Chiefs were supposed to have a down year. And they're in the Super Bowl. Incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. And not to mention, now we didn't even talk about the defense. Hold on. The defense. Right? The defense is, I mean, they're stacked. They're stacked. They don't have depth, but they're stacked. Okay? Like, Willie Gay. You know, Nick Bolton, Trent McDuffie, Legereus Sneed, heads up play by him. Um, Justin Reed, he he brings the wood pause every time. I hate to have to pause in 2024, but just I want to just so you get the point. You know, Brian Cook, I know Brian Cook was hurt most of the season, but they got Mike Edwards. Like, you know, Mike Dana. Who the fuck is Mike Dana? Like, I've never heard of this Mike Dana guy. The last time I heard of Mike Dana, like I was playing Madden, I think Madden 23, he wasn't even starting. Like he was in a rotation, but he wasn't like a starter, right? And you got, you know, obviously you got Chris Jones. You know, you got Derek Nandi. You got uh, George Karloftis, Felix Anaduke. Like they got guys, man, who, and you know what it is? You know why I think the Chiefs defense really excels this year? Because these guys have played in the same system and they haven't had a defensive coordinator. You got Spags, who's the best in the game at what he does. And he's able to get these guys to believe in themselves, play with some with some confidence. And they they just do the damn thing, man. Like they do it. That's awesome, man. Like it, it true it truly is. It's great to see. And he he's obviously a head coaching candidate, but he already made it clear he's not leaving. So you look at these guys, man, and they're 
their journey and, and their narrative was that they're done. There is no dynasty, none of that. And they have a chance to really solidify that by, by the way that they play. They play with a different, it's a different brand of football for KC. It's very different. More so, it's hard nose, it's grit, hard hitting, very physical. Very physical, especially at the line of scrimmage. These guys are physical, man. So you got to admire the journey that they took to get to this point. This wasn't by accident, man. And not to mention, this is the first year where Mahomes actually had to play on the road. They played on the road, and they beat everybody that they had to face, except for the Miami Dolphins. But still, they beat, they, they beat the AFC's best, literally. And here they are. You know, they beat Tyreek twice in a year. I'm sure Chiefs fans love that, right? Beat Tyreek twice in a year. Or twice in the season, that is. Went to Buffalo. You know, it, it, it was it was destiny for Josh Allen to to beat Mahomes. This is finally where you got him. You got him right now. He's undermanned. The, the defense is still solid, but he's undermanned, and you could take advantage of that. Couldn't get it done. Lamar, it's your time now. The defense is elite on, in Baltimore. He couldn't get it done. Lamar was an MVP. He, he's, a, he's the MVP now, but... Two-time MVP. Couldn't get it done, bro. Mahomes, it, literally, it, it, it's <laughs> it's fascinating, man. It truly is fascinating to watch these guys and, and just their, their, their journey and how they got there. On the flip side, you got the San Francisco 49ers. Now, the narrative with them was, you know, and, and, and they can't seem to keep Philadelphia's name out of their mouths, right? But All right, my bad, y'all had a little bit of a technical difficulty, but we're back. Anyways, so the Niners going into this season, I kind of sort of felt like um, they were the team that, you know, it was if we had Brock Purdy, right, which the Eagles, and it's funny because, like, they act as if, like, the Eagles knocked Brock Purdy out and, um, you know, they, they cheated to get him knocked out and stuff like that. They believe that they would have, went to the Super Bowl, you know, but Kyle Shanahan schemed his his number two tight end against Hassan Reddick, who was hot that year, and got him knocked out of the game, blew, I believe he, it was his owner ligament or something like that, something in his elbow, couldn't throw anymore, and they got, I mean, they just got dominated, it was just that simple. They're going into this season now, and, um, or went to, the, to this current season, determined and motivated and ready to go. Now, Brock Purdy had been, um, he, he'd been um, rehabbing. He'd been doing everything possible. They didn't draft a quarterback. I don't think they could draft a quarterback. And, and not to mention, they also traded away Trey Lance. Trey Lance was benched last year, <laughs> and, and he, didn't, he never got a chance to start. Now, it's, it's all coming out now that Kyle Shanahan had told Jed York, I believe it's Jed York. Is that, is that his name? Wait, let me double check. Let me double check. Hold on. Yeah, he had told Jed York in practice that they were like, well, how, how are the quarterbacks? And Kyle Shanahan apparently told Jed York, yeah, like, they're good. Trey's good. You know, he's picking up everything. And But I, I got I to tell you, he's not even the best quarterback. They're like, what? What the fuck? Like, yeah, he was like, it's Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's the best quarterback. But for the sake of, 
you know, and oftentimes GMs, sometimes even head coaches, they have big egos and they feel as though, you know what, we we traded up to get this guy. You better make this work, okay? And that's what Kyle, Han, Kyle Shanahan tried to do, and it didn't work. <laughs> so they traded away Trey Lance to the Cowboys. He's gone. It's not Brock Purdy's time, okay? It's his time. So this season, you know, he and he was surrounded by a ton of weapons, a ton of weapons, right? They even called him a um, a uh, well, a game manager. And here's the thing: every quarterback has to be a game manager, but can you be a difference maker? Is what I'm. Is I think yeah, that's what Cam Newton called him. He called him a game manager, and there has to be an element of an element of that in their game. To manage the game when asked to, but you also have to rise to the occasion, right? You have to rise to the occasion when asked to as well. And, you know, although we don't like the way Brock Purdy looks, I mean, he looks like a, you know, golly gee willikers, you know, white guy, right? That's what <laughs> that's what everybody seems to think. Just a baby face assassin, but he's out there balling, man. He was balling this season. You know, when you're throwing the guys like a Debo Samuel and, you know, you got Christian McCaffrey in the backfield, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, you know, a lot of these guys, man, like they're, they, they play with, with heart and they play with passion. And I know that Ayuk had struggled uh, the season previously where he, I guess him and Shanahan just didn't get along. Now he's, you know, he's coming along and he's coming into his own, you know, and George, George Kittle's just a beast, man. He, he's a beast. He's a total beast, dude. Arguably, you know, if you gave me a, a coin flip between him and uh, Travis Kelsey, as far as who's the better tight end, you really can't lose. It's all, it's like 1A, 1B for me, um, in my opinion. So, um, you know, so I, I look at their, their journey, and they're winning games. Like I said, they, they were winning games constantly in a different style, though. Controlling the clock, running the football, although it was physical, but they have an innovative offense that really that puts people in different places and you know and 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 just shifting and jet sweeps and motions the way that they use Debo you know they 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 truly I mean they truly are a force to be reckoned with man and although I don't think that their interior is super strong right but their tackles are pretty good um really good and I thought <clears throat> excuse me I thought that uh, I thought that McGlinchey played, Mike McGlinchey played, but I guess he doesn't play for them anymore. Not that I'm thinking about it, but that's okay. That's all right. Oh, no, of course, we got Kyle Juszczyk. Kyle Juszczyk, if I didn't already mention him already. But what they did was they went on a freaking overhaul during the season, man. They got, so, and real quick, their defense, bro, <laughs> They got guys like Chase Young, Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, Nick Bosa. Um, those that's their D line, right? And although Chase, and, and then I think the Commanders had a a yard sale for their two, you know, for the two bookend defensive ends. And dude, they just and not to mention they have Javon Kinlaw in the mix, who you know who was a promising guy of a. Uh, uh, South Carolina. So, bro, like they're 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 deadly, man. And not to mention they have Dre, they have you know Dre Greenlaw, 
Fred Warner. I mean, do they 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 got a lot, man. They got a lot. They have a lot on that D-line, dude. And it's gonna be interesting to see what this matchup looks like. So, man, I think uh oof. I, I gotta say, dude. You know what's funny? I actually saw so this is like a a slight preview, if you will, of the of both of the teams, but I was actually gonna do like a full-on prediction, right? And I do have a prediction, but I have mailbag questions that are going to correlate with the prediction, which I think, thank you guys so much for asking. Um, and also, they got Traverius Ward, who's a familiar face with uh, with Kansas City, who used to play for him. Uh, they have uh, Demondre Lenore, Tashawn Gibson, and Jair Brown. Like, I mean, they're, I'll say this, though, they, they can be had on the secondary, but... Um, yeah, it's it's this. I mean, they they got they got some guys, man. They got some dogs on both sides of the ball. So let's get these uh, Super Bowl mailbag questions. All right, y'all. So bear with me. There's a little bit of uh, noise in the background. I'm driving. Got errands to run. Really don't have time to just record at the crib. So um, I'll do the mailbag questions on here in regards to the Super Bowl. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to you know, listen and, uh, you know, participate in the mailbags. So I think you guys are awesome for that. But this mailbag question here uh, from somebody who says, was looking forward to your Super Bowl prediction show. Can't wait to listen. Well, you're going to listen to it here in about a, well, after I edit and everything. So it'll be ready to go. Um, Can't wait for your predictions, but I have a question. What are your thoughts on the narrative about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Do you think they're going to get married if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? And what are you looking forward to the most for the halftime show? Well, I don't know if Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are going to get married. I don't know. Uh, but it also depends on how long they've been dating, too. So I don't think they're going to get married. Like, I don't think that Travis is going to propose. That'd be wild if he did. Uh, and I believe there's, like, Vegas odds that say, like, hey, it's, like, plus 2,500 that he's not going to propose, right? Uh, or it's not favored that he's going to do so. But uh, we'll, we'll have to see. And as far as the halftime show, I mean, obviously, it's Usher, man. It's Usher. Now, I did listen to some of his album or a lot of his album. I got like maybe three songs left. And um, I was impressed, man. But I'm still of, of, I'm still of the impression. And I was just listening to uh, Tevin Campbell the other day. Don't ask why. But I'm convinced that Tevin Campbell was supposed to be our Usher. But I think some things happened in the industry and he kind of sort of fell back to fell you know fell by the wayside never really recovered and uh kind of just disappeared but then usher kind of came along so i i think that i think it's going to be a great halftime show though i think it's going to be awesome it's a great way for usher to stay relevant um and i believe the halftime show was supposed to be lizzo but she got caught up with uh bullying her co-workers right so that's what i'm looking forward to uh says here it's from another person uh, what exactly are you looking forward to the most as far as matchups go? I understand that you like to talk X's and O's, but talk about the position battles that excite you the most. So I want to see a couple things. I want to see the Niners linebackers against Travis Kelsey. I think that's going to be dynamite. We got two sideline to sideline linebackers and Dre Greenlaw and, you know, the great Fred Warner, right? Um who I think are seasoned vets at this point. I think Warner's been in the league for about six years, about four years now, about four years or so. Dre Greenlaw, I believe he's also been, you know, in, in, in as, as, as well, uh, just as long as Warner, if not maybe a year. 
And I think he was also starting in, in Super Bowl 54 as well. But I want to see what they do. Like, are, are, are they going to stick someone on Travis Kelsey? I mean, are they going to change, you know, are they going to switch who's going to be guarding him? Is it always going to be one of the linebackers? Is it going to be a safety? Will it be Deshaun Gibson? We don't know. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. And also, I want to see, I want to see the Chiefs corners against the Niners receivers. I want to see what that's going to look like. Because you got guys like Brandon Ayuk, you got Debo Samuel, you got uh, Jawan Jennings. Uh, you got, you know, so I want to see what that looks like. And I also want to see the Chiefs linebackers on George Kittle. What are they going to do? Are they, are they going to eliminate the middle of the field? Any of the short stuff? Are they going to, you know, are they going to make Brock Purdy make those? I think that's what's going to be their game plan. So um, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Oh, and of course, I want to see the Eagles. Uh, I said the Eagles. God, I wish. Um, I want to see the... Uh, I want to see the Niners D-line against the Chiefs offensive line. They play a, a pretty stout, they have a very, very stout front seven um, for San Francisco, but more so the front four. You know, guys like a Chase Young, you got Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa. I mean, dude, it, it, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be dynamite for sure. Um, okay, this one says here, what are the keys to victory? Hold on, wait a minute. Sorry. I'm, Ah, okay. What are the keys to victory for the 49ers to beat the Chiefs? Okay, so I would say the keys to victory would be I think the Niners are going to have to commit to running the football. I think that Kyle Shanahan learned from his past experiences and um at least you should have learned from his past experiences and that you have to stick to the run. You can run on the Kansas City Chiefs 100%. You can run on them. And if they do so, I mean, that, this is what you got Christian McCaffrey for, right? It's for him to carry the load. And I would also say look for any, you know, Brock Purdy's got to take whatever's given to him, okay? He has to take whatever's given to him, and he's going to have to, you know, be, be very effective in where he's in ball placement and where he's going to drop the ball at in certain zones, that's going to be key. Um, also, I would say, you know, get creative with Debo Samuel again. You know, you saw what worked in last time in, in the last Super Bowl that they faced off against him. I think he's going to be a key, one of the key factors in them winning this game. Um, so I would say feed McCaffrey, get creative with Debo, and – Tell Brock Purdy to just take what the defense has given him. That's it. You know, that's all he has to do. Now, defensively, I think what the Niners are going to have to do is you got to go after Pat Mahomes. You got to, I mean, you got to be brave and go after him. You know, when we saw that Super Bowl, what was it? Uh, 57, was it 55? Was it 50? Yeah, I believe it was 55. You know, you saw what the, uh, you saw what the Buccaneers did. I mean, they, they were relentless. They came at Pat Mahomes. I mean, he was blitzed all the, I mean, all game. But, you know, the the excuses is that, well, he didn't he didn't have all of his linemen, so you know, we understand that. But they're gonna have to dial up some blitzes, man, and get after him. Because if they play zone, if you play zone, he's just gonna pick you apart in the zone. And 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 you know, what 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 was supposed to be a, you know, a, a first down at, at their twenty, all of a sudden, you know, after, you know, five or six minutes. All of a sudden, they're at your 45, and then they're at your 30, then they're at your 20, then they're in, 
within the red zone, and then they score. So you got to find a way to get Pat Mahomes off kilter. And I would also say put hands on these guys, man. I don't know why they keep giving a free release to Travis Kelsey, but put hands on that dude, man. That's also going to help. Um, And also, I think that uh, take advantage of the weakness of the tackles while they've been playing solid in the postseason. I think Nick Bosa could have his way with those guys. So that would be the keys to victory for me. Um, and actually, I know on that note, I'll say keys to victory for Kansas City. I'd say the same thing. I'd say feed Pacheco. Pacheco's going to be, he's, he's going to be the spearhead for this offense. Feed Pacheco, you know, I would say because it's the Niners, it's the Niners DBs, I would say you take some shots downfield early. Test them. See what they're going to do. Um, I would also say get Travis Kelsey open in some zones, kind of spread him out wide a little bit. Cause he's going to take the double teams with him, right? They're going to, you know, they're going to, you're going to have, you have to dedicate at least two guys to him, but you have to get, you know, and also you need your, your other skill positions or your other, your other receivers to step up that aren't named Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice. That means guys like uh, MVS. That means guys like Sky Moore. That means guys like Kadarius Tony, Justin Watson. Yeah. They're all going to have to step their game up and they're going to have to, you know, when called upon make the catch. Okay. Um, defensively, and also this is another thing. Andy Reid has to commit to the run as well with Pacheco. Like, don't get pass happy. Do not get pass happy. Just like I said, just give what the you know whatever the defense is giving you, just take it. Um, defensively, listen. If you hit Brock Purdy and you rattle that dude, he will fold. He will fold. I've seen it. He will get scared in the pocket. He'll get happy feet, and he will fold. I would also say um, be physical with Debo Samuel. Be physical with these receivers. You know, I think that a guy like Legereus Sneed is locked down. Trent McDuffie's also locked down. And um, they're going to have to put a hat on Christian McCaffrey coming out of the backfield. They got to figure that out. They're going to throw all kinds of crazy shit at these guys, man. I, I can see it. I can see it offensively. So they got to be sound. Get to Brock Purdy. And also attack the middle. You attack the middle with Chris Jones, that's going to free up one of these other guys to get open and uh, shoot the gap and get to Brock Purdy. So um, let's say, oh, ooh, ooh, okay, this this one is a, this is a whole enchilada right here. Uh, this is like an over or under game. So over or under, 70 yards receiving for Travis Kelsey. He's definitely going to get over. Okay, and this one says over or under, receiving yards for Debo Samuel, 100. I think he's going to get under that. I think Debo Samuel is going to be used in a combination of ways. Uh, rushing the football, you know, receiving. He's, I mean, he's, he's going to be everywhere on the field. So that's what I would say for Debo. Um, over or under 250 passing yards for Brock Purdy. I would say under, I think, because if he has over 250 passing yards, that would indicate that he's going to probably pass. He's probably going to pass more than 27 times, right? And for me, the magic number for Brock Purdy to for them for the Niners to win the game is 23. Given the weapons that he has around him, he's gonna have to have that. So that's what I would say for that. Uh over or under 300 passing yards for Patrick Mahomes. I think he's gonna get over that. We know he's a natural passer. We understand that. So I think he's gonna get over that. And I think he's it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. Um, let's see here. Over or under two sacks for Chris Jones. Over. No, I think I actually I think he'll get I think sorry, I had to, to part. I think he's gonna get I think he'll get two sacks. 
over or under five sacks for the Chiefs defense as a whole. I think they're going to get under. I think they'll get four. And Chris Jones will get two of them. Over or under interceptions for Traverius Ward. Over, oh, oh, two, over under, over under two interceptions. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. See, if, if they put hands on these receivers, man, I think it's going to bump them off their routes, right? That's the whole point. And once they're bumped off the route, shit, you can do whatever you want at that point. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, I, got a, I think I got a couple more in me, man, before I head in here. Um, oh, here we go here. What are your thoughts on Patrick Mahomes? Oh, this is a good one. What are your thoughts on Patrick Mahomes' father getting hit with the D? Was it DUI or DWI? Because this person said DWI. I think it was D, D, maybe a DUI. Getting hit with the DUI, do you think it's going to affect Patrick Mahomes' performance? I hope not. I hope not. I, I hope that he can go in there with a clear mind um, and, you know, he'll be fine. You know, he'll be at the game, I believe. So if that's pending on his mind, then I, I feel bad for him. But I think he's going to be just fine. I think he'll be all right. Uh, let's see. Oh. Super Bowl MVP for both teams, depending on who wins. So my pick for Super Bowl MVP for the Chiefs, I think it's going to come down to Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey. And then if it is the Niners that win, I think it's going to be Christian McCaffrey or Brock Purdy. Now, um, it just depends, man. It depends on what Purdy's numbers look like. I think it depends on... I think it depends on Kelsey as well. They want Kelsey to win it, though, if the Chiefs win. They want Kelsey to get it. I think he's going to get the accolades. He's going to get a Super Bowl MVP this year. Because Mahomes won it twice. He won it twice at, at both Super Bowls that he won. So, yeah, man. Uh, that's pretty much all I got for the mailbag questions from my car. So, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. And I'm out. Peace. Oh, and how can I forget? How can I forget um, my final prediction? After careful consideration, right? And I'm, this is my, me being non-biased whatsoever. You guys know me at this point. I am going to say that the Kansas City Chiefs and the Niners match up really well in certain areas. But I think that the Niners can be exploited. I think that you can break their will. I also think that the Chiefs are relentless, but they can also, too, get be got to. Right. Or does they have any word be got to or they can get you can get to them. That's what I meant. So with that being said, I'm going to pick the Kansas City Chiefs. To. Beat the San Francisco 49ers. I said 49. That's crazy. I'm going to pick them to win, man. I'm picking the Chiefs to win this game. I think that you cannot bet against Pat Mahomes. This defense is going to be too good, man. I think they're going to be overwhelming for Brock Purdy again. Ed, I'm sorry, man. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I'm just I'm just going with it. So I think it's going to be Chiefs 27. I think it'll be yeah, it'll be Chiefs 28, Niners 24. And uh your Super Bowl MVP is going to be Travis Kelsey. So there you have it. I'm out.